Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Between two pies, back of the Packers' Winderlich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to Strap in and get ready. The leaders in AFL Supercoach are incoming. Helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL Show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Herbie. Hello and welcome to the Insight AFL show. I'm your host, the Supercoach Big Horse, and joining me is the man, Filthy IFS Skitty. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm going well, horsey boy. Uh, yeah, we're here to, uh, you know, try and enlighten some of the people that uh, don't really know how to do AFL Supercoach as much, you know, as we know the, uh, the World Cup's about to start. So right. we're here to hopefully be able to give a bit of a lending hand uh, to some of the, I'm going to guess most people that do NRL, uh, yeah. as our boys are absolutely killing it over there, the Whisperer, Braino, and Matrix. So welcome to all those guys. <laughs> yeah, so as Skitty just ten, um, touched on, we are going to talk about the basics behind AFL Supercoach, how the scoring works, which players to look out for, player positions, and all that sort of jazz. So we'll try and bookmark it as we go so you can skip through it when you are watching. But mm. Bear with us as we are still relatively new to this. So <laughs> if you haven't yet, please hit like and subscribe. We do appreciate your support. But also jump in our Discord. Inside Unlimited mm. is live and for less than 50 cents a week. And as those of you that will know me, it's a upsizing a box with an extra burger on the side. That's all it costs you for a year of content from us, the Insight Supercoach guys. You'll get mm. our insights, our trades, our captain's picks for each week. Exclusive premium question and answer content every round of the Super Coach season, and a few other cool perks. Entry to our Discord will always be free if you wanted to get in the community and talk Super Coach and, in general, fantasy sport. Our $25, $50, and $100 cash leagues are now running. 
but limited spots are available. So if you are interested in taking part, please comment below or hit us up with a DM on Discord and we'll send you some of the details. So we're here to talk scoring. Aren't we, Skitty? Oh, yeah, scoring. Yeah, yeah, And footy. footy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we are, mate. So, yeah, I mean, well, why don't we just crack straight into it and, like, you know, we'll let everyone know, like, this is how, basically, the scoring breakdown for AFL Supercoach does work. Um, the main one, obviously, is kicking a goal, get it between the big six. If you get it to this two six on the side, that's one point. And a goal assist, basically, is if you give it off to a player that then goes on to kick the goal, like an assist in basketball, three points. Pretty basic, mostly forwards or forward-pushing midfielders. That's right. Um, before we do continue on with our uh, kicking a oh, score yeah. points that we have here, we're going to mention our Insight Unlimited League, which is 9-1-3-3-5-1. This is a great opportunity for beginners in Supercoach to jump into a league that doesn't cost you anything and view how more experienced players may go at it throughout the season as you're able to click on each team, each owner's side, and see exactly what players they've got, their captain's picks each round. So it's not just us. It'll be everyone in the league. And with almost 300 players in the league already, I anticipate this league will, will go north of five 600 before the season mm-hmm. starts. So nine one double three five one, join the league. Cost you nothing. Oh, yeah. And if you get the top score by chance, you oh. get an $80 prize pack thanks to the guys at, at the standard squeeze. Standard squeeze. <laughs> our boys, our day ones, our day dots, absolute legends. Absolutely. But as Skitty was saying, kicking a score. So mm-hmm. probably one of the more exciting parts of our game is kicking a goal, as Skitty was saying. So mm-hmm. eight points if you kick a goal. Skitty, how many goals did Sev Larky kick at the back end of last year, mate, that last game? Oh, oh last game against the Suns. Did he kick? I think he kicked seven or so. I know he kicked 71 for the year, which is yep. uh, someone, if someone can do 71 times eight, that'd be great. I'd, yep, 56. I'm not there that. you go. 560? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that'll do. 56, yeah. So yeah. just from yep, kicking probably. a goal alone, that's no that's no marks. That's no nothing else. Yep. That's 56 points of him putting his foot on the ball and putting it through the goals. Pretty yep. easy game sometimes, isn't it? Oh, mate, it'd be, if you kick as good as Suvlaki does, I mean, shit, it'd be nice. Or if you, you know, had the uh, had the ability to be Jesse Hogan versus Essendon every single week in boot not, uh, 11 or whatever he kicks. As a hashtag flagged on supporter. I hate that. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so kicking a point, uh, you still get rewarded for a shit kick that doesn't make it through the big sticks. So you yep. still get one point. And a goal assist. We we love a goal assist. And Grind Myers from the mm. Geelong Footy Club is perhaps the best in the AFL at it. With yep. an effective kick inside 50 and a goal assist, that amounts to about 10 super coach points each time yep. he does that. He averaged, was it four assists the game last year? So yeah. 40 points per game just from an efficient kick inside 50, hitting up a target and getting a goal assist. Mm-hmm. So contested footy is a big one. With AFL yeah. Super Coach, so you've got your inside players and your outside players. Your inside players are your ones that generally likes to get their hands dirty. The ones who are probably more powerfully built. Your your mm. Ollie Wines, your Jack Steele, uh, Tom who Liberatore, else? Tom Liberatore, fantastic example. The main one, Josh Dunkley as well. These kind um, of guys. Yep, your bigger frame players who can get in there, get the ball at ground level. So. Even a contested 
possession that hits the target off ground level is 4.5 points. Yep. Don't ask me why it's 4.5 points, but it is rounded up at the end of the game. So yeah. 4.5 may as well equivalent to five. Do you I reckon that's because the gather is 0.5 or whatever it is? And maybe they do it as the gather and then they do it as the ground possession, which equals five? Potentially. Yeah, maybe that's why. Potentially. So yeah. <laughs> you've got your you've got your intercepts um possessions as well. So if you take a intercept mark as a contested mark, mm-hmm. that's eight points. Yep. So that's that's your your James Sicily, your mm-hmm. Harris Andrews, your Sam mm-hmm. Taylor, these sorts of players. Mm, Tommy Stewart. Uh, yeah, he's he's big for it. The the yep. players that you don't want a lot of them in your side because then you become too yep. reliant on other teams bombing the ball inside 50. But if you've got a couple in your side, it, it works. And yep. like the players that we've just brought up, these are teams that like to play their premier player off their particular opponent and get their teammates to cover for them for the greater good of the team. So yep. hence why you see Tommy Stewart so highly priced. He just runs mm-hmm. around at will. Um, mm-hmm. Harris Andrews is another one. Sam Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did you just bring up? Sorry, I said uh, Tommy oh, Stewart, said Tommy but also Stewart, it also got me thinking of um, Jakey Lever of how well he does with Melbourne ja- as well. Yep, he's Jake not the great, not yep. the best for super coach because that is one of the things about these intercept markers that they may be very good intercept markers, but the ability for him to actually make massive super coach score is quite hard. That's why Tom Stewart is such a prized possession because he does he do uses both. the ball well too. Yes. Yeah. And your James Sicilis is the same. Nice long kick. Yep, they take well. kick outs. Um, Melbourne have designated kicker outers, so to yep. speak, in Christian Salem. It <laughs> used to be Brayshaw, but he's gone. God bless him and all the best yep. in retirement to you, young man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these Stuart and Sicily are probably your big two that both look to intercept Mark, but also take yep. kick outs. If you yep. hit a target outside 50 from a kick out, that's also eight points. Yep. So there's there's lots of lots of points to be made as a intercept or as as a um, kicking out from fullback type of mm. operation. Yeah, uncontested footy. So these are your players, Bradley Hill, Andrew Gaff, mm. these sorts of players mm. that love mm. to be on the outside. Um, Nicky Dacos. Nicky Dacos. Mm. Fantastic for this. So yeah. And uncontested marks. So these are your guys that are chipping it around the back line when, yep. say, your St. Kilda, they love to flood back. Oh, yeah. So they could just kick it, chip, kick it to each other back and forward. Um, mm-hmm. It's two points every time you mark it. And was it three points for an effective short kick? So yep. you could effectively just get five points each time doing that. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's easy points, but it's a, it's a slow burn compared to yep. your long kicking and that sort of jazz. So. You mark on mm-hmm. a lead. These are your full forwards, your Tommy Hawkins, your Sev Larkey, yep. your Jesse Hogan, mm. these sorts of these sorts of operators. Taylor Walker's good for it as mm. well. Yep. Your handball receive. These are your outside players, the ones that get yep. the ball from the inside players. So the ones that like to run. And you mm. gather up off the ground. So we can see a gather up off the ground there and a contested possession at ground level that hits the target. If you do that right, that's six points straight off the bat. Bingo. And we'll get into Thompson Dow last night, who did that very yeah. well. Free kick, Skitty. Do you yep. want to dig into that for us, brother? 
Oh, mate, so free kick four, which basically means when you receive the free kick, you get four points. When it's a free kick against, minus four points. So free kick four, pretty much anyone for Collingwood is going to give you good free kick four. Um, <laughs> all the Bulldogs as well, actually, because I'm pretty sure yeah. they had – Bulldogs had the most free kicks four. Um, free kick against, so – and that's minus four, 50-meter penalty against. So when you give away 50 or a free kick – you lose points. This is uh, one of the main things that James Sicily does very, very badly. Um, he normally would score very well, but he gives away a shitload of frees and he gives away a shitload of 50-meter penalties. Same as Dugowie. He's another one that score would be a lot better if he didn't give away such stupid free kicks and 50s. But, um, yeah, another another reason why, you know, your, your Dacoses and your sh- uh, Sheezles and stuff like that are good mm-hmm. because they rarely give away Free kicks always keep the level head. So, um, yeah, this is people that are a bit of hotheads that you've got to be a bit cautious of. Yep. So if they give away, say, a, a free kick and then a 50-meter penalty afterwards, it's almost 13 points they're losing in any mm. one go. James yep. Sisley for one. Yep. Hence why Jayden it can be Stevenson, so good where sometimes he did the, uh, so bad. Correct, yeah. Jaden Stevenson where he gave away the 150-meter penalty last year and he was at minus – I think he was minus eight at one point in the game. <laughs> yeah. So you give away three 50-meter penalties in a row, that's nearly 26 points that yep. you're losing. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. So Kills be, wary, be wary of the hot-headed players. Mm. Um, hitting targets, mate. So an effective kick is four points. Mm-hmm. So that's just hitting up a target nicely. Uh, an effective handball is 1.5 points. So that's basically handballing to anyone else and a clean yep. gather from your or a clean grab from your teammate. Yep. An ineffective disposal, which we'll get into later as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some fantastic examples of that last night. So an ineffective yeah. disposal, if you kick it and it goes sideways and goes out of bounds, you get zero. You do not yep. get a point for that. And a mm-hmm. clanger disposal, a clanger disposal means Say if you're running across half back and you you're trying to hit up a target 35 meters down the ground, mm-hmm. and you turn it over, it goes straight to the opposition. It's minus four points. Yeah. So you, um, you do. What's that? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's unless the kick goes 50 meters, then that's counted as an effective disposal. Correct. Yeah. I don't think it's effective. Oh, is it it's just counted in, as in ineffective? It's just ca- uh it's counted as an ineffective disposal. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it yeah. just it nullifies the clanger instead of actually right. giving you any points. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Cool. Um, so, yeah, clanger obviously just means basically that that's when you're kicking to players that get intercept marks or intercept possessions or something like that. You're mm-hmm. the player that is doing that. Yep. And then we got so, the old one percenters. Yeah, they, these are for the blokes that um, mm. aren't really flash at kicking or bloody handballing. These are the guys yeah. that... Love to throw their body around. Who would you say is good at a tackle? Liber. Liber. Dunkley. Spoiling. Liber. Shepherding. Yep. Um, um, who's oh, Sydney Dunkley's Stack good. used to be really good at it when he was in there, but now he's gone. Um, yep. Josh Dunkley, very good. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I could say this is where uh, Harley Reid will make his bread and butter. Tackles, yeah. tackles, tackles. Yeah. Really getting hard nut into it. Um, but, yeah, it's – it, it takes a special type of player to be that good to be able to use the ball, but also be a, that good of a tackler. Um, yeah, Dunkley, um, Taranto was Newcomb for Hawthorne. He's bloody good at it. Um, yeah, these type of players, they're 
few and mm-hmm. far between, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically you're looking for someone, whoever lands an effective tackle. So if it gets shrugged, it's zero. Mm-hmm. But if you stick the tackle four points, a spoil from behind. We saw Gibkiss mm-hmm. do it a couple of times last night, yep. and we'll we'll touch on last night's game soon. Mm-hmm. But two points. Uh, a Shepherd is 1.5 points, which basically, say if you've got a teammate running along and then you see one of his teammates run in and get himself between the carrier and an opposition player and mm-hmm. bump him away so he can't catch up to the ball carrier, that's yep. considered a Shepherd. A shepherd doesn't have to be ironing someone out from 30 metres back. But it can be. So It can be, <laughs> but I think it's frowned upon these days. Depends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, we're going to talk about ruck contest. This is where yes. the big men make their bread. So mm. hitouts to advantage is very good because you see your dominant ruckman, your, your Sean Darcy, your Maxi Gorn, your Brody Grundy, probably Timmy to a English. lesser extent. Timmy, oh, well, not to a lesser extent. Timmy English yeah, is very good. Definitely, at it. Timmy. <laughs> um, Rowan Marshall to a lesser extent because he gets a bit yes. of the ball around the ground. But this yeah. is how your Ruckman, who only get 13 touches a game, end up mm. scoring over 100. Mm-hmm. Some Ruckman can get between 40 and 50 hitouts a game. Mm-hmm. If half of them go to advantage, so if 20 of them go to advantage and your teammate gets clean possession, that's 100 points. This is how Ruckman score their points. So you brought up a good analogy before about how uh, rugby people should see how Ruckman yeah. work in the AFL. Do you want to go ahead with that, mate? So basically, Ruck, you can kind of categorise it in the same way as the NRL people in their supercoach have to have their halfback. Like, you know, they need a good halfback in Cleary or um, Nico Hines, for examples. That's why... Uh, everyone in the AFL Supercoach community, you'll see either three Ruckman on their on their squad and it will be Gorn mm-hmm. and Grundy. It'll be English, Gorn, or English and Grundy. But most people will go Gorn and Grundy. English is basically the cream of the crop. Uh, we'll get the most points, but Gorn and Grundy have pretty much been doing this for the last 10 years where they've been one and two and now they're at an easier price. So that's why you want to try and get yourself a really, really good Ruckman and also because they're... There isn't very many Ruckman. There's pretty much one per team, exactly the same as like the NRL halfback. Like there's not two Nathan Cleary's running around. There's not two Tim Englishes running around. That's right. So Mm -hmm. your hitouts that don't go to advantage, just a hitout that goes to no one is zero points. You get absolutely nothing. And a Mm -hmm. hitout that's sharked by the opposition, which means a hitout from, say, my team that might go to Skitty's team here, you actually lose one point. So... It does benefit the Ruckman who are very good at their mm. craft. Yes. Anything else you want to touch on those points before we continue on, mate? No, I think we covered majority of the actual how the scoring works and um, hopefully everyone kind of understood what the fuck we were talking about. I mean, it's it's hard when we're just trying to tell it. If someone's never watched the game, then you kind of be like, well, what am I? What does that give yeah, me anything good? But that's why we go into this next part and we uh, try and explain it a little bit more on how the actual team can formulate. That's right. So this part of the episode is brought to you by the Standard Squeeze. Squeezy. Yeah, helping you drink responsibly and conveniently. You can go to the website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. Help support those that support us. They've been with us since day one, haven't they, Skitty? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Day ones. Absolute, absolute legends. They always look to take care legends. of us, take care of all of our all of our subscribers and all of our mates. So, yeah, no, they're great, great people. Absolutely. And something else I want to po- uh, point out before we do um, kick off this part of the episode, Skiddy, yep. you see at the top there? 15 days to a footy. Oh, 15 days. Oh, I'm so goddamn excited. Oh, <laughs> wait, it's even. Wait, it's not 15 days. Isn't round zero? It's 15 days yeah, until re- lockout. So round yeah, zero. Yeah, it sounds, sounds round one up the top. So what have we got? Seven yeah. days. Yeah, it's ne- no next Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Excited. <laughs> All right, so oh. positional importance. So your lockdown defenders versus your ball users, do you want to um, bring up what what you think is the benefit of a ball user versus a lockdown defender, mate? Yeah, so ball users, I believe, would normally get majority like more super coach points i guess we just kind of see that mm-hmm. as of you know nick dacos and harry sheasel and these kind of players that will then run off and get you know because they're such good kicks that they keep the ball movement for their teams when it goes to a lockdown defender you're kind of just trying to beat your player and unless you're generating a lot of um a lot of intercept marks or spoils mm-hmm. but it's only when it comes to that one-on-one kind of defender. Um, so they generally normally average a lot less. Like Sam Collins here, for instance, and a, a great defender for the Gold Coast Suns. Average but he is a 73. Lock, yeah, 73. And he is a lockdown defender. When you can look at Harry Sheasel, who is not a lockdown defender and more of a ball user kind of defender, and Sheasel was averaging, what, 100 and, 100 and something or other? 100. 90, 100 pretty much on the dot. So um, they're the difference between it. There's obviously players that do it a lot better than some others um, Mm -hmm. just because their kicking probably isn't up to scratch. Um, So, yeah, I normally lean the the defender that will, you know, be able to run and be able to get the kicks and who they're using it at fullback. And also to any player that takes the kick-ins and they run out of the square, that's a cheap... That's yeah. cheap super coach points and we love that. Yep. So don't don't <laughs> get stuck don't get stuck picking players from a team you support either. So for like a, a Richmond supporter, you can see on the screen here Dylan Grimes, who's been a servant of the game for probably ten years now. He's been a part of Richmond Premiership sides, but mm-hmm. is priced at two hundred and seventy three K for a reason because you go into his averages once they load and he averages forty eight super coach points per game. So you, you've really got to play the percentages. You've got Joel Hambling there, who's very much the same. Zane yep. Cordy. Like, these guys aren't guys that are trusted to use the ball when you versus your Luke Ryans, who have spoken about Tom Stewart and James Sisler before, your Nick Dacoses. Yep. These are the guys. Yes, they are in the primo territory, but when you're looking for someone a bit cheaper during this preseason, both Skiddy and I encourage you to watch some AFL content and go, well, if they're, if they're playing back line, I, I want to be able to pick someone who's who's using the ball through the back line, who's yeah. you know running and hitting up targets and creating opportunities for them to um, to make points. So I want yep. to bring up one here who I think might be a bit of a pod now that um, our man Angus Brayshaw has retired. Yep. It's Trent Rivers. So you look at this, and it's a, it's only a average of eighty four here, but I'm struggling to think of anyone outside of perhaps Christian Salem and mm. Jake Bowie who is who's going to be using the ball coming out of 
Melbourne's backline now. So we've got mm-hmm. by the time this releases, the game will have finished. So we'll know exactly how Melbourne yep. are going to structure up. But we can see here that against Hawthorne in the past, he scored a couple of times over a hundred. He scored almost a hundred against Port Adelaide. Uh, he scored 85. So these are 2023 stats that we have here. Mm-hmm. This this is potential to be a really nice pod if Trent yep. Rivers plays down back. So that's one of those players that we encourage you to look out for, ball users coming out of the back line. Yep. Absolutely spot on. Big big forwards versus small forwards, Fitty. Um, Skitty, do you want to explain that, mate? <laughs> um, mate, it's, forwards, this is the – this year especially, this is the worst – um, super coach generation that you're going to get, like for like mm-hmm. positioning on the field, right? This is where the least amount of ad- averages are coming from, uh, the least amount of like uh, people that are actually probably super coach relevant, um, yeah, that's right, or as well. So, tall forwards, we're obviously expecting them and wanting them to kick goals, take contested marks, this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. when they don't do it, then obviously it's going to go down in the shitter. Joe Danaher, for example, 82.7. Um, he. The thing about the, the forwards is they can get massive scores. Say if yep. Danaher kicks six goals, then he's going to obviously have a massive, massive score. Mm-hmm. But then you can also see here he's had 27, 53s, 51s. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're games where they just probably didn't kick any goals. So it is banking on someone kicking a lot of goals. That's probably why, like, you know, Charlie Kernow, even though he's not great at Supercoach, but he obviously was a goal-kicking leader. So he, that's why mm-hmm. he's priced more, because he kicks a shitload of goals. But there is yeah. games you'll see against West Coast last year. What do you have, 186? 186, and, but here against Melbourne, he had 47. Yep. Uh, so West Coast. 63 and, uh, against and then, Yep, and 178 against West Coast. And he kicked 10 goals in both those games. And that's what it got him for. So it can pile up. But, again, the the consistency is just off when it comes to these forwards. So, um, yeah, I'm out on a lot of them this year, I'll tell you that, Mick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We can see here, say, with Sam Flanders, who's someone that I've got in my side at the moment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't read great just here looking at an 88 average, but... Pardon me. Given his new role that he got to start the year, we can see that as a pure forward last year as to why yeah. he is mid-forward eligible now. Which One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss I guess it's saved us a little bit for some of us that want to pick him 64 46 26 41 just playing playing purely as a midfielder but once he gained that midfield role last year mm. he went on to score 100 119 96 125 113 91 81 130 121 so you can see that when he was bottoming out he was bottoming him out at you know 81 85 
but still able to score his regular 100. So this is why, I guess, a small forward or someone who has the ability to run through the middle and be a ball Mm. user higher up the ground is much more beneficial than your big forward and them having to rely on kicking goals. Would you say that's a lot Yep, I reckon you're absolutely spot on. Another thing I just wanted to quickly point out as well to say someone that's coming over from NRL, Supercoach, um, our, like our pass mark basically is 100. Like you're pretty happy if your bloke scores 100 in a game. I mean, 90, you, you're okay with it. 80, we're getting a little bit low. But I know that in a lot of NRL, like, you know, they'll have a couple of guys that will go massive, but then a lot of other guys that will play like shit. We probably get a few mm-hmm. more hundreds from a different players over the game. So, um, and we can get them from pretty much any position on the ground as well. So, if your guy gets your 100, that's pretty much, you're pretty happy with that. Anything Absolutely. over that's a bonus. Absolutely. So, um, let's talk about um, good users of the ball versus a player who accumulates the ball and does nothing with mm. it. And there's probably none. I'm just going to stop the, sh- the share screen for a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. So, there's probably none more relevant than something that we've seen as recently as last night. Mm-hmm. So we've yeah. got the Richmond and Collingwood mm-hmm. game that was played last night. So mm-hmm. um, Thompson Dow, who's a 250K odd midfield yep. option, who I'm seriously considering bringing in right now. So he had 20 mm-hmm. touches, only four kicks, 16 handballs, only one mark, one tackle, and one goal. Because he was efficient with the way he used the ball, he scored 96 points. Yep. So remember that? 20 touches, one mark, one touch. Yep. Jacob Hopper, for example, had 23 touches, one tackle, seven kicks, 16 handballs, two frees against. But for his 23 touches, he got 27 super coach points. So Mm. in AFL fantasy, that's – a lot different and he will score a lot better yeah. in AFL fantasy, but because he's a super coach and as we, as we were saying before that a clanger disposal is minus four points or a free mm. kick against is minus four points. So he gave away two free kicks. So that's minus four points already. Every mm. time he turned the ball over, which if you're watching the game last night, he was quite rushed with his disposal. He turned yeah. the ball over a lot. So he's losing yeah. four points every time he kicks it straight to the opposition. Mm-hmm. This is the difference between someone who may not get as much of the ball but is clean with the ball versus mm-hmm. someone who just takes the piss and gets the ball for fun but doesn't mm-hmm. know how to use it properly. So it's important to pick your player and pick someone who's good with their possession and has a high disposal efficiency. Is there anything yep. you want to add to that, mate? No, nah, mate. I mean, shit, the uh, the TIGs have given us like absolute gold for Supercoach in this kind of way of showing it because, yep, they gave us – um, Hopper and Dow that gave us the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So, no, I think you've explained that great. And um, it it's hard to notice who is going to be like those good ball users and who is good by mm-hmm. that because it's a lot of eye test. Um, that's why we encourage you guys to come into our AFL Discord. Me and Mick are always that's around. Cool. We're happy to, happy to, you know, if you say to us, hey, I'm there mm-hmm. to pick between – um, Dunkley and Liberatore. I mean, that's a bad one because they're both great. Could um, go either way, yeah. Yeah. Um, but either, even in that way, we can also try and dissect it and say that we may lean Liber early in the year because Dunkley's got the early buy and then, you know, you go to Dunkley that's after right. the buy. But we're, we're always around as much as we can be to try and help you guys through. So if you need any extra questions, we're more than happy to do that. 
And as we saw last night, we had a thread going where there was almost 300 comments in there talking footy. There's not just Skitty and I. There's lots of people who know their football that are in there and sharing their knowledge. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to know more about starting player prices and how to go about that, join our Discord, DM Skitty or myself or jump in the AFL um, section and talk to us there. We'll go through it there with you. Um, Mm -hmm. Trades and boosts. So Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this because – there's rounds with multiple, multiple buys, but if you nail mm. your picks early and not having to use trades too early, I believe it's round four. If you can hold off till yeah. round four, you can trade twice every round for the rest of the year. Yep. I mean, that would be an absolute luxury to have absolute as well. Luxury. 40 trades this year, so yep. shit. I mean... It is going to be hard to nail it, but I think there mm-hmm. is a good way to be able to do it if you also do just kind of structure it right. Oh, and, for sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then you can easily just set yourself up for goal after that. Yep. Yep, so I highly encourage people to, you know, rely on the likes of Skitty and myself, jump in the Discord to get your teams right, right from the start. We understand that there's the Super Coach World Cup and everyone wants to win it. Yep. Um, we're non-biased. We're, we want the best for everyone yep. and we want everyone in our Discord to do well and everyone in the Insight community to do well. But mm-hmm. we don't want you burning your boosts early because that'll mm-hmm. stuff you come the years end, especially player injuries, buys, form. Mm. It'll all work against you. When our rookies are is- there for the ripening to trade a couple in to pick up a premium, you want to mm-hmm. be able to go, yep, I'll trade two in, get a premium back but also be able to go, yep, all right, this bloke's informed and this bloke shit the bed for the last four weeks. Let's mm-hmm. dump him before we lose too much cash. So, Yep. And also it's... the last thing you want to do is pick up a rookie that isn't just playing, that's not playing. It, it that's m- right. It might give all the indications that he might be a good football player, but the coach might be like, well, he doesn't fit our team, so he's not playing. Finn McRae, for example, who I believe is either going to be the sub or not play for Collingwood. And a lot of people are picking him, but where does he fit into the side? And, if you don't know that, then you're going to pick him and he may either be the sub and get you a 20 or not play at all and he's just sitting there doing stuff all for the whole year. Great segue into what I wanted to discuss next and that Thanks. is the potential for the player to be in the vest to start yeah. or to finish the game. The reason why I bring this up is because it's going to be limited scoring. In NRL, you don't really have this. People just get subbed off and subbed on or whatever else. Yeah. But when you get the vest in AFL, that means you're not coming back on. You're, you're done for the day. There's no way you could return to the ground. But also, if you start with the vest, you might not even make it on the ground. That's so great. it's important from our point of view to nail these teams right, right from the start. So then we've got players who are playing, who are accumulating points, that are building bank. We're going to talk about break-evens later, but we want to create as much cash as we can so then you can upgrade to premiums quicker. Is that yep. right? Bingo, absolutely spot on. And the last thing we want to be doing is taking a player that's going to be a sub-risk. Like, for example, um, Tom Mitchell last year for Collingwood went through probably about a six or seven-game stretch where he was Mm -hmm. the sub every single game. And he would get subbed out halfway through the second quarter or or right at the the start of the third quarter, and he was done for the rest of the game. And he'd be sitting there on 50, and you'd be like, why is he doing it? Well, it was just just management. So... Mm -hmm. Those players we've got to keep an eye out for too. That's right. Um, 
And as we just said, the Supercoach World Cup is with us. So NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL, if you think you have what it takes to show the Insight community and the broader community that you are the best at Supercoach with all these four sports combined, you will win a nice little prize and a trophy thanks to the guys at Insight Fantasy Sports. 100%. So this next little segment that we've got, we're going to talk about VC loopholing, but this is going to be brought to us by Ryan from Astute Newstead, who perhaps... As the best moustache in the game. Are you wanting to buy that first home or even invest property and you don't know how? Are you a current owner with interest rates above 6.2%? We here at the Insight Fantasy Sports team can guarantee that there are better options for you. There's best parties that Ryan will do it all for free. You can reach out at ryanh at eganwealth.com on Facebook or on Instagram at hammondshl underscore astute or personally on his mobile 0431 766784. Mm-hmm. So, VC loopholing skiddy. Would you like to mm. go through that, mate? Basically, it's just, uh, you know, when there's an obviously there's games on most Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturday, Sunday. Um, if you've got a player that is playing on a Thursday night or a Friday night, one of the earlier games, you will slap the VC on them. Yes, yes, VC on them. And then what you'll do is if they score a really, really good score, obviously your captain will be on someone that's playing later in the round. That's right. And they let's say let's say you have Bont and Pally playing a Friday night game and Bont goes for 179 and you're like, okay, that's going to double. I'm happy with that. I'll take that score. But your captain's still sitting there. What you'll then do is you'll then put the captaincy on to, let's say, we, have, we call them a loop option and they are a player that... Yeah will not play at all. So you bring them on the field. They are then your captain. And then you make someone else that was going to be on your field the emergency. You get the emergency score. The bloke that doesn't play is the captain. His score doesn't count. So then mm-hmm. your vice captain will be Bontempelli, who will then, instead of getting you 179, will get you 358. So... That's mm-hmm. how that pretty much works. It can get a That's little right. bit confusing at times of being like, a, when's this guy playing? Who's he playing? But it's it's the same it. as the NRL. So the, the looping with yeah. the NRL with the AFL is the same. So yeah. we want to be able to pick a player who's playing later in the round. And mm-hmm. we've nominated Livingston from West Coast to start the year. Yeah. He's a 102K ruck forward who we don't think he's going to play. He's very light on. He did play in the practice match, but like last year, Bailey Williams will carry the ruck at West Coast and have the likes of um, Oscar Allen and these guys chop out in the ruck. He's he's not ready for AFL footy yet. So just scrolling through the app earlier, West Coast have the most Sunday games to start with. Fremantle have the most games at the back end of the year. So if you're looking to trade your, your player here, your loot player for another one, Go nuts, but it'll have to be a Frio player the back end of the year, which, yep. you know, it is or it's not there. You can probably save a trade there, but yeah, definitely West Coast to start the year. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worrying about trying to burn a trade on your loop option. There's still it's more of a luxury if you've got the trade. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you don't want to go Livingston as well, and you want to bring in a ruck three, you can always go with um, is it Rowlands, Rowlands as Rowlands. well from West Coast. Yeah, Rollinson yeah. from West Coast as well. He's a mid-forward, so you can get dual position on him as well, and he's 102K. He's also a good option. Yep. So 
there, we've seen some people in the community, over 20% actually at the moment, of picking Finbar Maley mm. as their loop option. Not a good option for two reasons. One, Tristan Akshiri gets hurt, he might play. Like, he's not ready, but he might play. Yeah. But the second thing is, he plays a lot of Saturday games. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really allow you a chance to be able to mm. utilize your VC option as your loop. So you're basically Correct. pigeonholed into having to pick someone on the Friday night if you want to mm-hmm. try and loop. So yep. it's just not cricket, is it, mate? No, mate, that's pretty simple Pretty simple stuff right there. It, yep. It's got to be one of the West Coast boys. Or you can't even go a Freo if you want to, but I think yep. Rowlandson or Livingston are probably the guys. Yep. So the importance, mate, on picking mm. the right rookies or rookie price players. So mm. we wanted to bring this up because it's all well and good to pick a rookie a uh, 102k rookie to try and bring in extra players but if you're pick, bringing in a 102k rookie you want that rookie to be playing so it's yep. generating you points especially if yep. you've got a loop player so then you can trade that into a premium player hopefully down the track mm-hmm. but you also don't want a rookie player who potentially is playing but is mm-hmm. subject to the vest yes so it's it's tricky but yeah. We we think that we we've picked a few already, like mm-hmm. Sanders and McCulture or McCurcher, sorry. These How sorts of players you. who are they're not going to get the best. <laughs> sorry for mispronouncing the king's name. Um, <laughs> so these are the types of players who rookie players who aren't going to get the vest. So yeah. even Zach Williams to a point, like he may come back. He may, yes, yeah. he got through the VFL, but he might come back and only play a half to start the season as they manage him through. Mm. So he may yep. be one that gets the vest early on. So it's very much a watch this space in this sort of area. Um, can you think of anyone that would be subject? Uh, Finley McRae or Finn McRae. Yep, Finn McRae, yep. He's picked a lot in the forward line because he is that, and they're talking mm-hmm. about him playing. But from what we saw last night, he's probably the, the top candidate to get the vest to start the year yep. off, isn't he? I He can play everywhere as well. And, yeah, I think he is probably the – I reckon he is the perfect sub for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. So I can really say it. That's And, yeah, he can do damage. And, yeah, he's a good player. But if he's not getting full game time, then I'm not settling for 40s and 50s. You know, we want to be looking Absolutely at – But Like, if you give me the choice between McRae or Darcy Wilson from St Kilda, I'll take Wilson every single day of the week because I think Darcy mm-hmm. Wilson will genuinely take that wing and we won't have to worry about subs or anything like that. It's uh, I, But it's a real possibility right. for Finn. Yeah, I think you're right, and we've seen the way Rossi Lyon goes about his rookies. If if he likes them, he's hard to crack them. But he if is, he likes yeah. them and plays them, we saw with uh, Matthias Filippo last year. He yep. played almost every game, and I don't think Machado he was subbed Owens, that often either. No, Machado yep. Owens never got the sub either. Filippo uh, no. didn't cop it either. No, nope. it was so, um, he's very very confident in the people that he plays. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about break evens. Yeah. Um, do you want to? Touch on that, mate, while I bring up the share screen again. Yeah, for sure, mate. So basically a break-even, you'll notice it as well when you go into one of the player profiles and it'll say break-even and then a number. Um, And basically that's saying what they need to score to be able to either improve for cash or go down for cash. So, um, for instance here, uh, if Mick picks a player like Marcus Bontempelli, right? Bont's obviously sitting at 724K. 
Um, we have his break even at 130 with 45% to be able to hit that, they believe, because his projected score is 126. Mm-hmm. So basically, Bont will have will have a three-game playing sample. And if his average over those three games is above 130, his price will rise. If it's under 130, it will then decrease. If it's exactly on 130, he'll stay the exact same. So it's three games. So uh, round zero does count towards the break-evens, not the actual score. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, after that third round... That's um, when pr- you, prices go That's up. when the prices start to go up. So Jeremy Order. Sharp... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy yeah, he, Sharp is this the is, one. Tell us about Sharpie. Yeah. So Sharpie's going to be playing on the wing for the Fremantle Footy Club this year. They love what he's doing. He did miss the practice match against West Coast due to illness. He's doubtful mm-hmm. for this week's as well because Ooh, of I'm illness, but they... They really do like him, but at a hundred and what is he? One hundred twenty-three k. He's break even. Yeah. He only needs to get twenty-two mm-hmm. to make cash. Yep. So I, I know it sounds only twenty-two, but you want your rookies playing, and you want them to be able to smash twenty-two. You want them to be able to get seventy or eighty. So then their break even goes to like negative ninety, yeah. and that's when this is when you get your rookies that are making a hundred k in a round, and that sort of thing comes about. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. We can see here that he's he's been able to score 96 in the past, 76. If he gets anywhere near, where 96 on a semi-consistent basis, Jeremy Sharp could make you 250 to 300K yep. before the buys in the middle of the year. So mm-hmm. for me, Jeremy Sharp is a really nice pick. Yep. You've, you've, got to, you've got to be careful, though, with your sub vest. So as Skiddy said before, if Finn McRae, I'll, I'll get back into the – the uh, so mm-hmm. Finn McRae goes one fifty forwards, don't I? No, he's one fifty odd. Okay, so if we go to Finn McRae, who's all the way down, I'll get to him shortly. And here we we'll get there. So his break yeah. even is twenty seven, which is all well and good. But if he's yep. the vest and he mm-hmm. comes on like he did last night and plays a quarter, gets ten touches and. What did he score last night? I think he scored 50-something, didn't he? No, he didn't. He scored 29. 29. No, he didn't. In a, no, I, 29 he did. Yep. Yeah, in a, and that was in a quarter and a half. Yeah, so, so that's we can see here that out. his break-even is 27. With his game that he played last night, he would make you a couple of thousand dollars. Like he, he wouldn't make you much <laughs> at all. So that no. this is why Skiddy and I are stressing the importance of being aware of who's going to be in the vest each week and just picking the right rookies to be able to make your coins. So mm-hmm. anything else you want you to may, add on that, mate? I was going to say, you may say, how the hell am I going to know who's in the vest and who's not in the vest? Uh, if you look at the AFL team sheets, there is like a portion where it says interchange and it will be one of yep. those. That's why you come into the Discord. You ask me and Mick who we think is going to be the vest. There is... Somewhat of a method to a madness, but me and Mick do have connections in a lot of places. We have a hands in a lot of cookie yep. jars. We can <laughs> maybe figure out who it's going to be. Um, yep. So that's why you come into the Discord and we try and figure that out for you. But, um, yeah, it can be a very, very tricky situation. But hopefully Absolutely. we can navigate it. Absolutely. Uh, if you, the viewers at home, whether it be on Spotify, any good audio platforms or on YouTube, have any further questions, please comment below oh, or yeah. jump in our Discord where we are, not 24-7 because 
us boys, we don't get this beautiful face by not sleeping. So you'll just have to be patient with us in the early morning hours of each day. But <laughs> please be sure to like and subscribe. Double bang yeah. that shit. Put the bell on so you know when we're going live. Skitty and I are always available for a chat when it comes to footy. Yeah. Throughout the season, though, be sure to join our live every Thursday night or as much as we can, work permitting for both of us. <laughs> Throughout the season, we're going to tell you who's in, who's out, who's hot, who's cold, and who to target each week throughout the year. So we'll we'll have our finger on the pulse. We'll know or we'll hope we'll know who's in form, who's not, who's up for positional upgrades, DPPs, mm-hmm. so your Ooh, yeah. dual position um, players will come out. The first batch will come out in round six, so your likes of Nick Martin, who's probably going to be yeah. the number one, who's going to gain that mid-defender yep. if he continues as a backman. Uh, these are the sorts of players that you're going to want on your side because yep. he has real potential to be a top eight mid by seasons. And 100%. is there anything else you'd like to um, pass on to the viewers before we um, finish up for the evening, Skitty? No, we just appreciate appreciate you all and everyone that's coming out and yeah. you know joining the Discord and liking and subscribing. Your uh, you, for uh, for us as well for the mm-hmm. NRL boys for the NBA for the um, BBL for the NBL like. You're all legends. We love all your questions. We're always there to try and do it as good as we can. And um, yeah, no, Mikkel, we got uh, we got we got a game on tonight, mate. So we better go. Yeah, this will stuck into a couple this, of profies. This will be <laughs> dropping on Thursday. The so the 29th. You don't get that every 29th, year, do you? Yeah. Oh, leap year. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. So this will be <laughs> dropping at about four o'clock on Thursday, the 29th. So. There'll be the game tonight, Melbourne versus who are Melbourne playing tonight? Carlton. 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 So uh, we'll be in the Discord for tomorrow night's game. We'll be in the Discord for tonight's game as well. But be sure to jump in, give the AFL a like, chat to us. We'll be there every game this week and moving forward into the season. But for now, on the horse, this is the Skitty, and this has been another episode of the Insight AFL podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.